0: It's click. The podcast where Mike Ward, the Daily Stars TV critic, and me, Simon Hoban, from BBC Radio. Talk about things that have been on the telly or are about to be on the telly.
1: Yeah, Millionaire. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is coming back, just for a short run, with Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> Wow! What a masterstroke! I had to read that when I, I saw the press release about a day before the news broke because I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, you know, got my finger on the pulse and I'm, you know, and uh, I thought I sort of thought is this an April Fool? I genuinely did think this is an April Fool. Jeremy Clarkson doing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? and there was a quote from him. I can't remember what it said, but it was something so much not his words. Yeah, you know, something. Like, I'm so thrilled to be involved in this iconic show, and I'm thinking he's the sort of guy who I would
0: hope would never use the word iconic. But anyway, what do you think about that? As him as a choice? Did, did the press release say something like? The Christian anachronism that you all thought had finished is back. And so is millionaire, <laughs> <laughs> and so is Tele Dot Click. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it didn't say any of that. Funnily right. enough, it but
1: might it... do when they uh, when they rehash
0: it. Well, was millionaire then the last shared TV experience? Do you think well, of its it, age uh, in, w- in, w- in, in which we all watched? Because I think at its height, one one edition got 19 million viewers. Probably. Yeah. I mean, there are other things that try and do it. Everything from st- strictly in the X
1: Factor to Britain's Got Talent, when that's stripped across a week. Yeah. Uh, occasional dramas do it, but that's not quite the same same sort of thing. Uh, football <laughs> to be honest that's why there's so much football because it's the closest thing to stuff you can't d- download as a box set or yeah. well you could if you're really sad but you know what i mean you can so, get the yeah. brighton dvd se- of last season can't you well just the one of us beating arsenal i just watched that on loop oh yeah um but yeah or the one of us beating everton but obviously that hasn't happened yet <laughs> that'll be tomorrow then that's tomorrow as we're recording this yeah it, it was because we did really care and mm-hmm. we did really get involved and the thing that sports it and it never really quite recovered. It was it was somebody actually did win the million? Because it was reported in the paper the morning of the show where oh, that, no, that was it? Judith Watson. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. A tabloid newspaper, not my own, reported it on yeah. the front page. So, really, what that was basically doing, although fine, it was a story someone would have won it, that meant that you could never watch that show again with that same tension, that no. same sense of uncertainty as to what was happening. Because you thought, if, they, if anybody's going to win this million tonight, we'd have known about it, because we now know <laughs> yeah. that that news all is going to get in the paper before it's actually broadcast. It would leak. So, it's never ha- it never quite had that same sort of magic appeal again after but it did i mean it's one of those shows because i I like a quiz show and i like a quiz show that's pitched at about my level
0: yeah you know
1: i struggle as i've said before with university challenge yeah um mastermind mastermind, you know depends on the subject somebody's doing peep show next week What? peep show that's going to be up there with sort of in between it's not quite because there are about 12 series of. there are a lot
0: that is actually Mm. that's quite an undertaking Mm. um they might regret it but but stu- uh, you know, the thing with that was, my final thought on that. Yeah, my let's, final let's answer get back on that. on that. Is that anything that's within your, your real world frame of reference is easier. So you've watched Peep Show with your pals, you remember it, you talk about it, yeah. you, know, you can reel off the anecdotes. You can't do that with Tutankhamun. or, or, well, or not unless tr- you're pals with Tutankhamun. no. No, in a, what you mean, because that's not part of
1: your natural conversation in yeah, the pub. Or, it's just something
0: you can't relate to. It's so abstract, isn't it?
1: It is, and I think also certain that that's probably why I've always had struggled struggled with his, history that goes back more than yeah. a, a couple of generations. Yeah. I love modern history, can't handle history that sort of starts going back much beyond that. But um, I think um, that when you when when you, as you say, when you're watching TV, you mm. kind of absorb, st- even if you're not watching every episode you absorb information by osmosis, don't you? You pick it up from all sorts of sources, whether it's a conversation somewhere or a snippet of something you've read in a newspaper or online or whatever. So your brain is gradually building up this stockpile of knowledge without you even being aware of it. Yeah, you'd hope so. (laughs) So uh, in a slightly bizarre way, I was asked to do, uh, uh, for the uh, Express magazine a few months ago, a a royal quiz, just a sort of light-hearted quiz about the royals. And I realised I could actually just compile this quiz based on my knowledge. Really? Even though I don't, uh, in any sense, consider myself an expert on the royal family. Because if you've lived long enough, you've seen yeah. so many things. Yeah. Like everything from, you know... Um, uh, the, the, you know the Queen Mother, God rest her soul, and um, you know yeah, it's a royal knockout. Yeah, you remember Madness. them from the news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the and the Windsor Castle fire and all these things. And you, in the end,
0: you think oh, I know enough. I don't need to research this. Uh, <laughs> Let but, me rebut the idea though, that you learn stuff from quizzes because when I've watched the repeat of University Challenge with my yeah. flatmate who hasn't seen it, I still get the answers wrong. Well, you're not going to absorb because you can't really because the questions are incomprehensible. In well, all, that's partly the cases. it. The
1: question, the, the quiz. Have you seen Britain's Brightest Family? Uh, no, with Anne Hegarty. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, it's it's bizarre because I'm watching it and I remember because I'm old enough to remember um, the um, ask the family, yeah. which was the very old um, the original incarnation was with uh, the late Robert Robinson, who was uh-huh. sort of, and it was all and it was quite brain boxy. Did I he do call remember. my
0: bluff as well? He did. Yes, yeah, so that's think, right. Yeah, I remember
1: that. Um, so, th- but I'm watching this and about halfway through. I'm thinking. These questions are really easy.
0: Are they? Are yeah. They?
1: I mean, I'm thinking these are not, you know, they're not stupid people, but they're not exceptionally bright families. They aren't. They are. These are not geniuses. No. They are being asked sort of averagely difficult okay. questions. It's a funny thing, isn't it? Because in a way, it, sh- it, it your reaction to quiz programs and people's answers on them says as much about your opinion of yourself. So, if somebody answers a question wrong that you happen to know the answer to, yeah. You think they're an idiot just because <laughs> that do. within your frame of knowledge and reference that's an easy question to them it isn't so you think they're an idiot and it makes you feel better than about yourself yeah <laughs> but isn't yeah. that really just saying well actually I don't really have a lot, a lot of respect for myself if somebody's even stupider than me they must be really stupid <laughs> yeah. therefore that's a stupid person
0: i like to watch uh, the quiz Am shows on, on uh, <laughs> a little i like to watch the, the quiz shows on challenge tv Yes, uh, and you get, quite a lot on you challenge. You get old millionaires <laughs> on there. I know that's basically all they do, isn't it? And you get some of the very early millionaires where they had to kind of tediously go through those easy questions. Oh. But they they changed it to rattle through them earlier on, didn't they? Yes. Um, the other thing I like on Challenge TV, it's hilarious when you see it, is the old bullseyes. Oh, gosh. Just, yes. for, just for the prizes. What, and
1: is, it, is it a speedboat? <laughs> it has sweets? been a
0: speedboat. I, yeah. Honestly, I, I was going to take a photo and post it on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, it has been a speedboat. I, I a don't know camp, anyone who's ever owned a speedboat. But the best ones are like the tellies, you know, looking at the old tellies <laughs> yes. and the cheese made. Actually, I'll tell you what you noticed as well. People were thinner. Thinner people. Yeah. Yes. All the contestants are whip it thin. I mean, they all look brown like in terms of <laughs> yeah, what they're wearing. Yeah, it could be because it's a darts program and obviously
1: that means they're getting a lot of exercise yeah with obviously with yeah it. so so people were thinner yeah. and so uh, but they understood um they understood the importance of a calorie
0: controlled diet in <laughs> the 80s maybe they did i think um, we just ate less didn't we we used to eat less i think we did yeah Snack we less, gra- grazed less yeah because grazing is a thing i graze a lot i'm a grazer are you I, I do graze and, and because I work from home yeah, uh, I oh. have quite a short
1: attention span so every so often I, I have to sort of move away from my desk and, and go into the kitchen yeah. and if I go into the kitchen I have no reason to go into the kitchen so I think, oh, I wonder what's in the fridge and it's always the same as was in the fridge when I looked about an hour ago but slightly <laughs> <Yeah>. less um, <laughs> but I never really stock up for that and actually the only good thing is that I tend to Oh, raw veg. Oh, you do, you do. You, I've told you this before. You, I have a bowl do, of raw. Most people have a fruit bowl. I do have a fruit bowl as well. But I have a bowl of raw fred, f- there uh, veg. There can't
0: be any calories in that. Ah. However, are you dipping it in hummus? No, no. I do
1: okay. I, I, oh, only in the
0: evenings. In the evenings, I relax and allow
1: myself some hummus. But during the day, quite genuinely, I have a bowl and it's got raw sprouts, raw um, cauliflower, chopped up florets. Yeah, florets. It's good whichever. job. You do,
0: it's good job you do work on your own during the day.
1: <laughs> <isn't>? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, raw sugar snap peas. Um, cherry tomatoes occasionally carrot although I'm not so good on the raw carrot I I I, I struggle a bit with raw carrots and, uh celery bit of it's all chopped up yeah. one little bit out and yeah. it's just something to do with your hands and to nibble and it means because I don't think I don't really eat biscuits or cakes or anything like that. Because I don't really have a
0: sweet tooth, so it's actually fine. I quite like oh radishes. I like a radish. Well, you would fall in then, I think, well within the new guidelines for calories. Did you, have, did you see this this week? I, I did, sort of heard about it, but I didn't yeah.
1: really. What would exact? What's exciting? Yeah. So
0: with the new public health England calorie yeah. guidelines are basically 400 for breakfast, <sighs> right, okay. 600 for lunch, and 600 for tea. So for that's dinner, kind
1: other way round. Well,
0: I thought that, that... that amounts to sixteen hundred, and then they're allowing two hundred for snacks, accepting that we all snack and that none of us can resist that, which takes it the new calorie guidelines to eighteen hundred. But that's
1: considerably which, less, than... isn't it? I thought it was two thousand and something. Well, before. for a fella,
0: it is two thousand five hundred, right? And for a woman, two thousand. Now these apply to both genders. So actually, for a guy, that's a lot to lose, isn't it? That well, that's ridiculous. It's a whole Sh- meal's worth. I mean, of, surely of...
1: you can't have one figure
0: that applies to everybody of every of well, both genders. Never say every I, gender, y- all, all ages. Yeah, every gender. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, that there are differences in metabolism and all that, but I yeah. think these can only ever be broad guidelines, can't they? So. These are the new ones, yeah, to come down. Okay, all right. I am six foot one. Yep. I weigh
1: 16 stone. Yep. Need to lose two. Not, oh, shut up. But (laughs) I've already lost one. Give us a break. Oh, that's good. It's since Christmas. Very good. Um, Are you still on Tom Kerridge's book, Diet? I'm mostly just not drinking. I'll be honest. Yeah. The actual food element, I, 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 because I, I think I eat quite healthily. I probably eat too much, yeah. but I eat quite. I don't eat a lot of rubbish. We don't have lots of sort of junk food or takeaways or anything like that. We eat healthily, but probably larger quantities
0: than yeah. So. Well, that's the other thing, isn't it? Portion size. Um, but I'm thinking, well, surely that's it's only one
1: factor. Mm. But, you know, how much do you burn? I, I appreciate that what you put in is probably more important than what you burn off in terms of balance. But how much, you know, do you work sitting
0: down? Do you work standing up? Do you go yeah. out and walk? Do you run? Well, do, you, do you play the, a sport? The interesting thing with Michael Mosley's latest thing... Oh, it's is, him again. And that is that when, when we exercise, he reckons that we have this reward structure yeah. that negates the exercise. So we, have having exercised, we think, yay, let's eat loads of more. We've deserved it. We earned it. We yes, earned it's very, we? I think that's very true. I do.
1: I really think he's onto, yeah. he's onto something there. Julie, my wife, came back from a run. She started doing a bit of running a couple of nights ago. And the yeah. first thing was, I've... Um, Myself a glass of wine, yes, and I'm thinking exactly. that's probably consuming more calories in one glass than you've than burned you run. for the last hour. Because have
0: you seen what you have to do to, to burn calories in a run? Well, it's a lot, isn't it's it? It's a hell of a lot.
1: Every time I go to the gym, and I'm, I'm I you know, which is easily every year, I look at the um the reading on the uh, the treadometer, which yeah. is not what it's called, um, <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, I'm quite tired now. I've mm. been doing this for I don't know twenty minutes, half an hour. That doesn't seem an awful lot of calories, even going at a reasonably sort no, of fast it's rate. It's not.
0: It's not, and that's why diet, I think, is more important. And Michael Mosley yeah. says this: diet is now being seen as the more important thing. Yeah,
1: I can see that, and I think that that does make sense. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would say about exercise is that is you know, and when I've mentioned this to people, they say, "Yeah, okay, what you actually physically burn off at the time may may not be a lot. Yes, but true. you also kick start that's starting true. your metabolism." Which means that, especially if you exercise relatively early in the day, yeah. your metabolism is working more efficiently because you've done the exercise early on than it would be if you just had a sluggish start to That's the day right. uh, with, with, with just sluggish to the breakfast.
0: There was a very interesting other element to this. I, I thought you had to eat in a gluttonous way, you know, and really overeat to become fat. But right. You only have to be going over your calorie amount by about 30 a day right. on a regular basis to, uh, to become obese and overweight. Oh, Isn't that amazing? I know. I used to think, okay, you know, it has to be pies and sausage rolls and yeah. donuts, but no, you only have to go over every day, so it's quite insidious, in other words. But I still, I'm still not sort of sure about how these guidelines make allowances for the fact that
1: physically, and physiologically, y- yeah. everyone's different to some degree, and I don't think I just don't see how you can apply one's fixed figure for everyone. You know, a tiny, you know, four foot five person or you know a six foot six person Mm -hmm. uh, you know they they, seriously their bodies are obviously they've got an awful lot of similarities but there's a massive amount of difference in the way their bodies work and i know you know and i know i drink significantly less than i used to and the weight falls off
0: does it yeah i
1: know people who can stop drinking and it has no difference whatsoever And similarly, putting drinking more, it puts it on very quickly for me. It's good to more. know that, isn't
0: it? At least you know the, yeah. the trigger now, the thing that you can oh, do. Absolutely, to, and to it's always way. been that way. Oh, but great. I
1: know people that are different, and, and it has no effect. So you can't, surely. I mean, I'm no blooming expert. But
0: <laughs> oh, they, they would. I think Public Health England would admit that. It's just, these are just broad brush I think guidelines. Public Health
1: England have to justify their existence. Yeah. So every so often, they're never going to say, look, hi, we're Public Health England. Just to let you know, we've now sorted everything out. We now yeah. know everything We've issued all the guidelines you ever need We're never going to correct them We've got it all right in terms of what you need to do
0: In terms of exercise, calorie consumption um, well, some, so people even, some people even doubt that calories And counting them is the way to measure our health what Some, do they some people just do? think that calories Are a, you know, a bit of a false reading really because it's strange, well, we don't really know what a calorie is. I think it, it was invented or created years ago. I must remember, I've always wondered how they
1: measure them. When you look at, I don't know, a, a Mars bar or something like that, and you look on the wrapper and it will say how many calories. Yeah. How do they measure that? How do they know how many calories there are in that? It's the energy, isn't it? Because yeah, how do they can... measure it? Well, you Physically, there's a Mars bar. I know. <laughs> Find out how many calories there are. What do Probably you do to it? Probably the
0: sugar content and the... I don't know. What do you do to it, though? Well, do you they, stick a probe in it? Well, they, they, measures them? the reason why we say burn calories is because a calorie was measured by literally burning um, in history. Now, you're asking me to be the, the Brian Cox here. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, Jeremy
1: Jeremy Paxman. No, Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. Clarkson Corbin, Kyle. Who's, who is it? Yeah. One of those. It's a Jeremy. I think they should have they They're doing it across seven days. They should
0: do a different Jeremy, yeah.
1: Every day they should have a different Jeremy. So it's going to be seven uh, uh, nights on the trot. This is just going to be a one-off return for now, uh, later in in spring. Stripped across seven nights, an hour per night. I think they should have Jeremy Clarkson, Jeremy Corbyn, Jeremy Kyle, Jeremy Paxman. <laughs> three more Jeremys. You're going to find three more Jeremy. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. They must be. They'll, it'll come to you. Yeah. It'll come to you. Should we talk about some of the stuff? I was going to talk about Alan Partridge. Actually, let's talk about Alan Partridge because there's stuff on TV coming up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll gloss over that briefly in a moment. There's nothing massively uh life changingly brilliant a couple of things um what do you think about the whole uh alan partridge thing him coming back the b b c um imminently
0: well it, it's the chat show format isn't it yeah again, which of all the series that he did previously, that was the one I liked the least. I liked the ones where he was in the caravan and then in the was well, in oh, the really? travelodge first yeah one. it's when
1: uh, when he's hit hard times
0: yeah I, I, and it was more the kind of fly in the wall thing, if you like I didn't so much like the the big chat show one. The where things show. Went horribly Are you talking wrong. You the TV
1: end? one because he did it on radio. First, yeah, oh didn't no, he? the
0: TV one. I mean, yeah, yeah. The radio one I liked actually, but the the TV version because it would it would all build up to this kind of farcical ending where someone yeah. would get shot or there'd be yeah. a, a chaotic ending, which I all thought was a bit I faulty towers that.
1: Maybe yeah, and it sort of needed um, because TV puts sort of certain demands on on you that radio doesn't. Yeah. Um, which, including probably the need to have some kind of climax to each episode in a, in a, in a in a televisual sense that radio yes, maybe doesn't does yeah yeah necessary need, but and I'm really quite looking forward to it. The
0: idea is that he's been given another chance, or he's standing in, isn't he? For he's a standing presenter. in. I mean, I'm assuming it's kind of a one show type spoofy. It is, isn't it? Thing. Which I think actually that is ripe for the spoofing, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> that's the phrase. Yeah. Um, because yes, I mean sometimes the one show is parody itself, isn't it? Talking of which, do you ever watch Call the Midwife? Never. Never, Never watched that episode Eyes. of that.
1: Okay, I sort of sit and watch it, and I quite like it in this sort of Sunday night comfort viewing, sort of um, easy yep. thingy. But the more I watch it, the more certain characters within it—I uh, I mean, I won't go too far with this because you've not watched it, so you probably won't know what I'm talking about. Well, you won't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Um, it looks like they're—it <laughs> basically just looks like they're taking the piss. <laughs> They're—they're. You know, French and Saunders used to do these sort of yeah. spoof <laughs> yeah. sketches
0: yeah. where it they played like it very those.
1: straight, but it was always of a, normally of, of movie spoofs or whatever. Mm. It feels a bit like that, and they, they deliver their lines in such a way as you think they're going to burst out laughing any minute because it's sort of... There's one guy, um, couple of family, there's the, the local GP and his uh, his wife and their son, and everything is... If you can find it on iPlayer and just watch an episode just briefly, it's... um mm-hmm. It it's sort of just the I can't believe you're doing this straight. there's something sort of strangely uh, yeah, it's a sort of self parody feel to the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Which if French disorders were still doing their thing would be would be ripe for the taking of
0: the Mickey. But yeah. anyway, that's one for you to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, call the midwife, that's on a Sunday, isn't it? It's a Sunday night thing. That's a Sunday night thing. Do you what, normally watch something uh, else on a Sunday? Oh what am I doing? Oh uh, well there's the new is it the Civilisations thing? That's on a Sunday, <sighs> I think. Yes. With Simon Sharma being all dramatic and... I don't know, that's on Thursday. I was Thursday. You might be that's watching a repeat. I probably am. Yeah, It feels you like a case. Sunday night thing. Yeah, they've done an app for that as well, which I've downloaded but not
1: actually used. Right. A BBC app, so okay. that you can actually sort of uh,
0: inter-thingy, interact. Do you know what I'd like?
1: I, I wonder uh, if it's going uh, along the Mars same lines. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'd love one of those. But as well, on the interactive thing, and yeah. I think this might be coming soon, they're calling it augmentic technology. You no. know if you, you you go on a walk or a bike ride or whatever? No. I'd like, as I'm on that ride, if yeah. I spot a bird, yeah. maybe with a pair of glasses, <laughs> <laughs> I mean a flight, a flight thing. <laughs> Did I sound scouse then? Yeah, so Um I'd like to be able to kind of zero in on that bird and, and for like a window of info to come up <laughs> about, about the, sh- or the shrub, say a shrub. Yeah. Uh, God, oh, okay, and where would you be here. seeing
1: it in? Would it be something like hidden in your eyelid?
0: Yeah, I'd have glasses on. So like oh, the uh, uh, Google, I did hear you say that, but <laughs> you that just was, brushed that, over it. Well, I didn't think that was the glasses thing. Is that yeah. the glasses? Yeah, thing? Yeah. So this is not virtual reality where you're encased in another world with yeah. a he- headset on. Yeah. This is so you wear the clear set of glasses, right? Right. And as you walk, you know things like restaurants will pop up with TripAdvisor ratings and things oh. in in this kind of overlaid onto the real world. If, if you see what I mean.
1: I don't want it happening at me all the time. Well, you could choose. Could you? though?
0: Uh, you know, it's not going to impose it on you. I bet it you're will. Not, you're not going to suddenly be finding out about every bit of flora and fauna. Because that would drive you nuts. It would, but you
1: could select. I like going to places, places where, in a way, you could almost pretend that you know, the internet doesn't exist. And every so often, I need complete and utter, you know, as they call digital detox. Yeah. I, I I just don't want any of that stuff. There's, there's too much noise. Well, in I've the world. come off Twitter quite a bit. I don't know about you. I don't really do it very much anyway, other than to sort of self-promote. <laughs> You're yeah. promoting this. So, anyone who's come to this via Twitter, I think Twitter's <laughs> it's great. great. Everybody else, oh, yeah. really? Um, <laughs> I know. What are you doing with it?
0: Well, it just takes up so much time. And what's the point? Ultimately, can... what is the point? I mean, you can open. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a lot of noise. And you open one thread, and then there's a comment on that thread that has 37 replies, and you read those replies to the one comment on the thread. I think it sucks you're... you in. This is, yeah, this is what I find.
1: Hole. I find it kind of mentally dispiriting. You, you, you can actually have half an hour to spare. Mm. And you find it's completely wasted just being dragged down, sort of like some cul de sac, digital cul de sac, where you just listen to some, reading some inconsequential Mm. nonsense, and then there's a link to that. And so you think, I could have used that half an hour to do something that made me feel better. Well, I, I think it very ready makes you right, feel better.
0: More and more people are, uh, I know, are thinking this and and doing it. Yeah, the digital deco And, and actually, I, I sort of don't post on Facebook anymore. And and I, you know the Facebook. Well, ma- you do. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. well we will we'll, we'll gloss over that. Yeah, uh, try not to be on Facebook around two in the morning when yeah. I'm on it. Yeah, that's yeah a never dangerous do place to be. Um, but I know. So the Facebook memory algorithm that throws up your old posts have you seen oh, that? Yeah yeah. All that does is remind me how chronically unfunny I've been on Facebook <laughs> over the years. <laughs> and now I cringe at those old posts and, and even thinking that people cared what I thought and that stuff. In a way, the only positive thing about
1: that is actually you look at it you think that was rubbish and you could sort of learn from it. Yeah. And say yeah, I oh, do you know what I thought it was important it doesn't, and actually it's maybe it's a lesson in the sort of insignificance of the whole exercise and something to say well again i could have read a good book or yeah. or watched a really good film or you know or gone for a nice walk without some stupid specs on telling me every flora and fauna but i, I don't know what you mean by flora and fauna i actually walk my dog around our local park I don't really know anything about trees and stuff like that, I but I know
0: I know what I like. But I want to know tree-wise. more about them. You see, trees. Huh? I, I've got more interested in trees as I yes, get very old. <laughs> you're very old. Um, I, I do sort of want to,
1: you know when it's sort of casual. I think there's something quite nice about stopping and looking at some bit of nature and thinking, I could just find out a little bit more about that. Yeah. And so I do know what you mean. If you didn't know what it is, though, you can't, can you? you, you... Well, well, it's harder. You could take a photo and then go back and do some research, but that's an awful lot of effort. Yeah. The only thing with the specs, though, is if you wear specs, and I'm sure this conversation has been had a zillion times elsewhere, mm. I already wear very focals which means I have special lenses for uh, that allow me to both use them as reading glasses if I'm looking down. Yeah and long-distance glasses, if I'm looking forwards, looking ahead. The lens lens sort of alters halfway down. Right. Uh, But they cost quite a lot to to have specially made to do that. Yeah. If you're then introducing a third factor, namely the augmented reality bit, that's going to get quite prohibitive, unless you become one of those people who walks around
0: with your ordinary glasses on and some other glasses on top. Well, how do you do... uh, I mean, obviously, you'll wear sunglasses occasionally as well. No, very rarely. Uh, With
1: sunglasses, all you can do is, well, you can do two things. You can buy sunglasses which you clip on top in the old-fashioned yeah, sense, yeah, yeah. which look ridiculous. Tourist
0: and broad,
1: yeah. Yeah, or you can get prescription sunglasses, but then you, you'd you have to buy a separate pair of prescription sunglasses, which do the very focal thing as well. Right. Or you buy a prescription pair that only do one, you know, the, the long distance, and then when you want to read, you have to take those off and put your other glasses on, but, you know. OK. So wearing glasses is a,
0: is, a, is a pain. So how will Google Glasses get round the glass wearers' know. Dilemma here. They yeah. must have thought
1: of it. I mean, I'm not the only person who wears glasses. Probably, in the world. yeah. So they must have asked that. It's a question. whole market
0: that they can't ignore, they'll, isn't it?
1: I tell you what, they will do eventually. They'll put it in contact lenses. Yeah. And then that's not an issue. That's or they'll it. just weld it, or, or sort of like like dogs have. Um, Chips, yeah, in, in, in inserted under their skin. We'll have that. We'll have chips. Well, we will probably pl- implanted by our robot overlords at that point. Uh, Electric Dreams, by the way, on Monday. Um, it's um, it's a series of sort of self-contained one-off sci-fi-ish stories, mm. uh, which are a little bit like Black Mirror. Have you talked about Black Mirror before, the oh, Charlie Brooker thing. Yeah, yeah. I really cool. like Black Mirror. I'm not a major sci-fi fan. I don't really go in for that, but I quite like these kind of sort of futuristic-ish, par- sort of largely sort of tech obsessed paranoia driven stories yeah um, Mondays is quite a good book because it's a bit like this it's set in the near future it's in uh, it's in Ameri- in a modern day america or sorry a futuristic america which is effectively been divided into two parts the sort of one part has opted to sort of stay quite i guess you could almost say analog and the other part mm. has has embraced the digital world in the in the most extreme sense and everybody in this sort of you know brave new digital world is expected to wear a, like a little bracelet. Mm-hmm. Which is called a Dex, mm. and this thing monitors your every movement. It c- communicates. It delivers information to you. Mm-hmm. It allows you to interact with the sort of this, the digital world mm. all around you. You know, it flashes up images and things like in thin air in front of you that you can do all sorts of techie stuff with. Um, and the character who arrives in it with her with her mother comes from the old world, uh, but she's a she goes to school and she wants to, she's desperate to kind of. Blend in, yeah. But for as long as she doesn't have one of these devices, which her mum strictly forbids her from wearing, she's seen as not just a freak, but a potential terrorist. Because there's a paranoia in this this new community, this brave new world. And I was watching, and it's obviously meant to sort of have echoes of our the way our own world is going. And you know, do you not have a phone? You know, the idea of not having a smartphone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you remember yourself before smartphones? Do you remember? Do you feel like you are a different person?
0: Actually, I probably think smartphones have reduced my attention span. Yeah, I think that's true. Me and what, sorry? (laughs) Yeah, because they're always just there. I can always just... Any kind of thought that's, if I'm working on something, for example, and I just yeah. get distracted by a thought, I can satisfy that thought by looking something up on my smartphone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If I think about, I don't know, something I want to buy, I can find out the price of it on my smartphone. Yeah. Whereas previously, you just have to wonder about it, and the thought would drift out of your mind. Yeah. Perhaps more Which quickly.
1: Which was p- perfectly fine. I, I, f- I find now what what tends to happen those those sort of enjoyable old-fashioned conversations where I don't know you might be in the pub or you know sitting around a dinner table and say, oh. Do you Remember so and so, or whatever happened to that program, or you know, or stuff like that, and you'd have these idle sort of conversations that go went off quite down quite sort of enjoyable yeah. tangents yeah. now. Someone it's only matter of seconds before I have to whip out my phone yeah. and, f- and go on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, and find the answer. Yeah, and that sort of kills the conversation. And the, so, that, but it satisfies my need to know. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. I I I think I have a problem with with the whole. Sp- yeah, I think, actually, I, I feel quite
0: anxious if I don't have it with me. Gosh, I, I was thinking this only the other day because I was working on well, something. Well, you think I've got a problem? <laughs> yeah, many, many. Yeah. Uh, but no, I was I could not get into this piece of work I was doing partly because it was boring me, but also. <laughs> the the fact that the smartphone was there as yeah. a, as a ready distraction yeah and I could not get down to this piece of work at all and and just because I kept picking up the smartphone yeah and in the end I did think God you've got a problem this is a problem yeah it is
1: so easy to do I mean mm. I, I walk around with it it's never mm. it's very rarely out of my pocket um, and when I sometimes when I ring people and they don't answer I'm thinking why don't you have your smartphone in your pocket why are you not <laughs> answering this call immediately. Yeah. <laughs> He um, left me an old-fashioned voicemail the other day. Uh, <laughs> that was sweet. Yes, I know, it's quite weird. People don't um, do that. And I uh, just reading. I, I do read a lot, and I, I get an awful lot of pleasure out of reading because it does. It's one of those things that I do feel I can absorb my, be absorbed in a different world for a while. But I'm finding increasingly that if my f- smartphone is close by, yes. I will put the book down for a while oh, yeah. and just randomly pick it up it's... and check something. I was or... going to
0: ask you that. So how are you remedying that? Do you, are you turning the smartphone off or moving I'm into...
1: trying to. Uh, well, I think the first thing to do is put at least put it in a different room.
0: Yeah, good so, idea, good idea. at the moment, it tends to be in my pocket or on the desk next to me or whatever. Or at the so, bedside. I mean, I read in bed quite a bit, so the, yeah. the phone's there. I do exactly the same thing. I'll read a page and just pick up my phone. Yeah. It's, I've that, got it's it,
1: that ready access, isn't it? I know. I've got it right. I, I have a charger by my bed, which is yes, probably... Yes, so do I, yeah. But then I say to myself, but I am you know, I need that, because what if somebody rings me up and asks me to come on the radio and talk about yeah. Jeremy Clarks? Quite genuinely. <laughs> true, true. That's actually how my, my, part of my, my, sort of my routine, mm-hmm. I do have... Have well, to be at uh, uh, the other end of the phone for. for, for maybe put it work. on
0: Julie's side of the bed then. Possibly, so yeah. you can't pick it she up. Can but have it, all those but the phone's waves. still there. <laughs> yeah, but I get annoyed with myself. And I'm, so do you? Do, I. do you feel this? Do you think? Yeah. Oh, what have I become? I've got a book on my bedside table that I'm making no progress into at all for this reason actually. And yesterday, yeah, I started to get a bit angry, a bit annoyed with myself. Go, Come yeah. on, you know, you need to just. And when I do start reading the book and actually get into it, I really enjoy it. Yes, and I it's... really enjoy that release from the the, the the blue screen glare. You know, that's the problem. I know. Isn't it? I think I, sometimes I find you need maybe twenty minutes or so of yeah. actually.
1: Bro- and then you're you're, you're sort of yeah broken some barrier yes. And then you're into it that's it and then suddenly you are and you are not even thinking I am reading you just realise that you are absorbed absorbed yes and that's yeah. perfect absolutely but it's so you kind of need to discipline yourself to do mm-hmm. it you know if you can you know if you know if, if you live in a big city and there's there's endless shops selling everything you could possibly ever need mm. and sometimes you go on holiday to somewhere in the middle of nowhere and there's like one corner shop yeah yeah and it's got just basics and you're there for a week, and you're living a very sort of back-to-basics
0: yeah, existence, yeah. more often than not, you find it's fine. Absolutely. You, you actually think, it's probably got just about everything I need. Yeah, well, we go camping quite a bit, me, me and yeah. my pal, and when we're up there, we think, actually, if the worst came to the worst, I could live like this, probably. You know? Yeah. Obviously not in the depths of winter, but, you know, generally, I don't need much No. to, to survive. But, but, and be but fine. I
1: think if you have all this stuff, it doesn't make you happier.
0: Yeah, so... Okay, what, what's it. the book that you're trying to read and struggling with? Oh, that one is called uh, A Classical Education. OK. And it's one of these books... Have you ever seen the series about things you used to know from school? What's it called? It's called... I used didn't to know it? that. The series is called I Used to Know That. Uh, oh. Now in my case I never knew this in the first place because okay. I didn't know. It. But this one is all about um kind of Roman Greek the Roman Greco-classical stuff. Yeah. You know like Greek myths. Yeah. It's all about that and Plato and Socrates and uh-huh. uh did any of that stuff happen? You know that you hear about Troy. Yeah. You think was that did that happen or is it a myth and turns I'm, out well I'm myth. glad you asked that because this, there's this thing on BBC1 on Saturday
1: nights Troy Fall of a City. Yeah. And I was reviewing the first episode, and it was based on the um, myths of... Um, Homer. Homer. Yeah. And I'm thinking, myths? Well, I think myths, that means it's made up. Yeah. Right. But then I'm looking and I'm thinking, is it made up? Is this all made up? Is this all just, you know, in other words... Can I be completely dismissive of anything here, factually? Yeah. Or are the bits of it that, yeah. that that might be
0: Well, like the Trojan horse, for example. Yeah. yeah. Did, did that happen? Did people hide in that know. thing and then I don't, Still know. don't know. Well, this is what this book I hope will tell me. Oh, well, it hasn't told you yet? No, because I can't get into it because of the <laughs> blooming iPhone. Um, yeah. so that's one of my but I've got another one that's nine hundred pages. Oh no. <laughs> called The English and Their History. I've been reading it for about four years. Who's that by? Richard Tombs, which I'll probably okay. be in by the time I finish it.
1: <laughs> I think there is. A, I'll be. I'm quite simplistic. I. I, I think there is. I have an optimum length of things. Yeah. Uh, Three hundred optimum- pages. How many?
0: I'm going to limit it to 300. Now. I think
1: 300 is fine. Yeah. yeah, I think 300 is absolutely fine. If it goes on beyond 300, which is sort of if you pick up a paperback book in a shop, yeah, that's about uh, you know, on average about 300. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I'm quite happy to have large type and lots of spacing. I know.
0: I know. I don't mind that stuff. Yeah, you mix. sort of go, oh, phew, big type, yes. But how does Electric Dreams pan out? Stuff happens. Yeah. So, uh, so one of the characters hasn't got the decks. Because yeah. she's from the old so, but, side but, of the, but tracks. then she
1: decides to um, illicitly get hold of one, and all sorts of bad stuff happens. Uh. I quite like it. I tell you, it's a bit like that. You know, you know, not the same style of program at all. But you know how we both like Inside Number Nine. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's one of these things that sort of satisfies us because. You can sit down, you can watch it for half an hour in the case of Inside Number Nine, or, or an hour in the case of this, or mm. hour ish if it's Black Mirror on Netflix. And it's just a story. It's that's just it. here's, a, that's here's some characters, here's a situation, yep. here's a story, here's how it unfolds. You might like it, you might not like this one, you might like the next one. Great stuff.
0: Yeah. So that's Electric Dreams. Channel 4, 10 pm.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, and briefly, uh, just mentioning some other TV coming up, uh, I should mention the, the Ruth Ellis Files on uh, BBC4. Mm hmm. On Tuesday night, March the thirteenth, and Wednesday and Thursday, so it's a 3 party. Do you know much about the Ruth Ellis uh,
0: thing? She, was she the last person to be hung?
1: Yeah, the hanged.
0: Last... Hanged. That's it. Gosh. <laughs>
1: why is it hanged, not hung? I know. May Terrible. as well be hanged for a sheep. I should read some more. <laughs> but why is it? It's sort of. It's kind of like show-off grammar, isn't it? Oh, actually, no. It's hanged.
0: You thought it was I hung because that sounds right. Do you know, it knowingly, actually... I did know that though. Yes, I know you did. Just like the time on Radio Three when I said Hayden instead of Hyden. I knew it was Hyden, but I actually said Hayden. Oh. I think that was the death knell for my career at Radio 3. <laughs> Did you? You were it... playing Hayden Seek.
1: It was... <laughs> yeah. Um, but... So, yeah, this is, yeah, she was the last woman to be hanged. 1955, she gunned down her lover on Easter Sunday, 1955. Yeah. Um, but it, it's quite interesting purely because it, it just shows how the world has changed. And um, the person who does the investigation is an American documentary maker, looks into the paperwork, and the upshot is that really... The police just wanted the whole case wrapped up quite quickly. So because institutionalised snobbery... And class divisions and etc. Yeah. were just accepted then she was a working class woman he was the guy she shot her lover was a posh guy, a racing driver, yeah. so immediately they thought the worst of her actions oh, they assumed yeah.
0: she, whatever she didn't have a chance yeah. she didn't
1: have a chance um he'd obviously been knocking her about. You can actually see some photos of her that she 's got bruising and all sorts of you know, and they just ignored that because wow. well it's just a domestic we don't get involved in domestic yeah yeah um and all sorts of stuff, and it 's just a fascinating and it 's a reminder actually. I guess in the end, it's an obvious point. The world has moved on, mm. but sometimes when we when we find ourselves, and I'm the, the worst at this, I know, resistant to things that at the moment are seen as sort of progress yeah. you know, in, in attitudes. Yeah. Some of which I struggle with. I'll yeah. be the first to admit. Yeah, you actually think you've kind of got to let some of this stuff happen because that is the way of the world. That life, you know, we do change our attitudes, and if we didn't, we'd look back on stuff. Um, you, you, you look, the stuff that we look back on from fifty, the fifties, the sixties, mm. the seventies, mm. they do uh, routinely. True. TV programs do seem appalling. Yeah. Um, and while I hate sort of the, the smugness of assuming that we've got everything right now, I think there is a happy medium, isn't there? There's somewhere that we have to accept that things, attitudes, changing, evolving, is a good thing. It's but a good It point. can feel. It's a good it point. can. It can feel. Laboured and and forced and excessive at times. Yeah. And certain lots of you know progressive moves these days exactly. at the moment that drive me bonkers. Yes. But broadly speaking, I think even the likes of you and me who who are resistant to a
0: lot of stuff. Yes. I I would like to think we are accepting that the world has to True. change in attitudes. Oh, absolutely. And I think probably you know all these movements are broadly right. You know yeah. that the fact is that things do need to change and if we do if we do change our behavior as a result of what we see as excessive kind of paranoia about this now it's probably still a good thing yeah. that we don't make comments to women about how they look or judge them at all i know there's a bit of normal human interaction and all that but probably yeah. if we all change our behavior a bit as a result of these very shouty movements at the moment yeah. it's probably a good thing
1: yeah know? and we probably all i think we're all doing it without realizing yeah it yeah a yeah. lot of the time we, we are yeah and i think that's good but it, you know it takes people of different levels of, of commitment and different attitudes. It's all part of a big melting pot of, of generally
0: positive thinking. Yeah. yeah Great. There stuff. you go. We yeah. sorted that one out. Yes indeed. And special thanks to Ruth Ellis for helping us with that. <laughs> and that is Telly Click for this week. Hope you've enjoyed it. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, please do.